Hello and welcome to episode 49 of the Bead Picture Podcast. I'm your host, Bidem Yologunde. Today on the show, I'll be talking about new information regarding the recently disclosed data breach at T-Mobile, as well as recent reports from the FBI about how grocery stores, restaurants, and food delivery service companies are increasingly facing credential stuffing attacks and what they can do to detect and mitigate those attacks. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So on Monday, August 20, 2018, approximately three years ago, T-Mobile announced that it was hit by hackers who were able to gain access to the personal information of approximately 2 million customers, including the name, billing zip code, phone number, email address, account number, and account type of their customers. According to the company, more sensitive information such as financial data, social security numbers, and passwords were not compromised in that particular hack. So that happened on August 20 of 2018, approximately three years ago. So today, um, this this week, um, we learned about how T-Mobile suffered another data breach. So on Tuesday, August 17, T-Mobile learned that a cyber threat actor illegally accessed a subset of data that included some customers' personal information, such as names, driver's licenses, government identification numbers, social security numbers, dates of birth, and T-Mobile account pins. So Vice, the Canadian-American news media organization, had previously reported on Sunday, August 15, that a vendor in an underground online forum on the dark web was trying to sell about $280,000 worth of stolen information that was obtained from T-Mobile servers. So T-Mobile stated that they don't have any indication that the data contained in the stolen files included any customer financial information, credit card information, debit or other payment information. The company's preliminary analysis indicates that approximately 7.8 million current T-Mobile postpaid customer accounts, those um, customer account information appeared to um, to be contained in the stolen files. So that's about 7.8 million postpaid customer accounts as well as just over 40 million records of former or prospective customers who had previously applied for credit with T-Mobile. In addition, T-Mobile was also able to confirm that approximately 850,000 active T-Mobile prepaid customer names, phone numbers, and account pins were also exposed. T-Mobile has already proactively reset all those pins to help protect the affected customers and had already started notifying them. The company stated that no Metro by T-Mobile, um, the former Sprint prepaid or Boost customers had their names or pins exposed. So basically T-Mobile is saying some customers were affected, some customers were not affected. Um, they, they kind of merged with Sprint a few years ago. So they're saying those Sprint customers that merged into T-Mobile, those ones were not affected. Um, a smaller subsidiary of T-Mobile, also known as Metro, um, those were not affected, and another subsidiary of T-Mobile known as Boost, those ones as well were not affected. So like I started the episode with, back in 2018, T-Mobile suffered a security breach that compromised personal information of as many as 2 million customers, including phone numbers, email addresses, and account numbers. A year later in 2019, T-Mobile's email vendor was hacked, which revealed some customer and employee personal information. So as far back as 2018, between then and now, there's been a total of five data breaches in one way or the other that has affected T-Mobile. 
And in between that time frame, they acquired Sprint and they have some other kind of acquisitions and mergers that they, they plan to complete in between those times. So this kind of reminds us of Yahoo and Verizon when Yahoo was about to be bought by Verizon. But then at the last minute, Verizon found out that there was some hacking going on, which Yahoo didn't report, but they knew about. And that significantly reduced the value um, on Yahoo and the the deal went um, was completed for much a much lower price. In response to this breach, T-Mobile said it would have offer two years free identity protection services using McAfee's ID theft protection service. According to the company, this investigation is still ongoing. So in the in the news, um, we've all heard about this T-Mobile data breach and so on. Um, it, it might possibly end up becoming even more than what we initially heard. So right now it's about 40 million users and then another 7.8 million for, for postpaid customers. Um, those numbers could very well increase in the nearest future. So the second story I have for this episode is about um, the FBI reporting that credential stuffing attacks on groceries, restaurants, and food delivery services are ramping up in recent days. According to the FBI, hackers are compromising the online accounts of grocery stores, restaurants, and food delivery service companies using credential stuffing attacks to empty customers' cash through fake orders and also to obtain personal or other details. So what's, what are credential stuffing attacks? They are basically attacks that use automated tools and proxy botnets to distribute attacks across a wide range of IP addresses in order to obscure the attacker's location. Due to billions of user credentials being exposed online, credential stuffing attacks have actually become prevalent across a wide number of trade verticals over the last decade. Most supermarkets, restaurants, and food delivery service accounts include reward point programs and generally retain customers' payment card information. For these reasons, cybercriminals have been concentrating their efforts on those accounts in the past year. According to the FBI Cyber Division, cybercrime gangs are logging into customers' accounts at grocery stores, restaurants, and food delivery service companies using username and password combinations that were stolen from previous data breaches in other companies in the hopes that customers have reused their credentials across multiple accounts, which a lot of people do. So the username combinations like username um, and then password one, two, three, a lot of people reuse that specific combination across multiple websites and social media accounts because they don't want to keep remembering passwords for different accounts and social media accounts and restaurants and grocery stores and stores where they buy stuff. So they just reuse passwords. So a data breach in one websites would lead to compromises in so many other websites because now the attacker has one password and username combination which is as good as having 20 simply because someone reused one username and password combination on 20 different websites so the fbi has received multiple reports of multiple instances since as far back as july of 2020 so in february of 2021 this year a us-based food company suffered a credential stuffing attack that affected 303 accounts through customers' emails. The third actors used six of the compromised accounts to make purchases through that US-based food company, but the company canceled and flagged only one of the others as fraudulent. So the remaining five that went through 
led to financial losses of almost $200,000 just from those five transactions alone. In October of last year, customers of a restaurant chain reported orders that were fraudulently charged to their accounts as a result of a credential stuffing attack. The company reimbursed the customers for the fraudulent charges, however. Another restaurant chain experienced a credential stuffing attack in April of 2019. The affected customers in that incident posted on social media that their payment cards had been used to pay for food orders that were placed at several other restaurants. In July of 2020, the personal information of customers at the grocery delivery company were being sold on the dark web. The information from approximately 280,000 accounts included names, partial credit numbers, and order history. The company received customer complaints about fraudulent orders and believed the activity was the result of credential stuffing attacks. So independent research from threat intelligence firm Dark Owl has revealed an increase in the number of underground advertisements promising access to restaurant and food delivery accounts, a surge that appears to have occurred since the COVID-19 pandemic began last year, March. And then as more people are confined at home and have to order meals and groceries online, the demand for grocery stores and food delivery service accounts has increased as fraudsters try to pick up their, um, stock up their pantries and dine at someone else's cost. So according to the FBI, victim companies are typically unaware of any intrusions until customers report strange activity on their accounts, such as food orders for pickups that they did not place. The FBI also states that in most cases, cybercriminals got access to individual accounts using basic tactics such as credential stuffing. So now the FBI is demanding businesses to enhance their security defenses against such assaults. They are also advising businesses to be on the lookout for signs of a credential stuffing attack and to develop a multi-layered mitigation strategy. So how can you tell if your company or your website is under a credential stuffing attack? So the first thing here is an unexpectedly high number of unsuccessful logins on the online account portal because the the way um, threat actors conduct um, credential stuffing is they literally stuff credentials into the username and login um, boxes on the on the main page to login and then they use automated scripts um, to try hundreds and thousands of um, different username and password combinations all at once so to the to the engineers on the other end they would see this person logs in it was unsuccessful and then they will see maybe like 20 different login attempts within one minute and then it keeps going and ramping up uh, in that manner so maybe one thread actor is do- doing um, a set of credentials on his own computer another thread actor is doing another set of credentials so they are seeing all of these login attempts and they use different ip addresses so that that way they don't trace it back to them from wherever they are doing it from so unexpectedly high number of unsuccessful logins on the online account portal. The second one is a higher than usual lockout rate and or an inundation of customer calls regarding account lockouts and unauthorized changes. So when the, the tractors are trying to log in into your account and it's giving them bad username and password, and then you yourself try to log in, but then the, the company has already locked out your account because you just recently tried to log in 10 different times within one minute. And when the actual owner wants to get in, they can't get in, then the actual owner calls the company saying, I just tried to log in, but I couldn't log in. And I'm very sure I got my username and password correct. So that's another indication of credential stuffing attacks going on. When multiple people make these calls around the same time, that's a very good indicator that, okay, there's probably or most likely a credential attack, um, credential stuffing attack going on. 
So what are the recommended mitigations? The FBI suggested um, the company should inform their co customers and workers about the need for security, emphasizing the need to use different passwords for different accounts and to change their passwords regularly. Next, advise customers to keep an eye um, on their account for illegal access, changes, and unusual activity, and then usernames and passwords should be changed if the account is compromised or if fraud is suspected. Next is to set up two-factor or multi-factor authentication while creating an or upgrading an account. Then create corporate policies that require contacting the account owner to verify any changes to the account details. So if you change the phone number on your account, if you change the username on your account or the password, or you change the address associated with your account, there should be policies that would require you to get in touch to the owner or at least notify them. A lot of banks do that. If you change anything on your account, you get a text message or an email or sometimes a phone call just to be able to know that, okay, you were the person that made these changes. Next is to utilize anomaly detection tools to spot unexpected traffic spikes and unsuccessful login attempts. Consider using CAPTCHA to counter automated scripts or bots. So CAPTCHA are, are those technology that basically gives you some, some basic pattern to match or ask you a simple question, usually an addition, subtraction, multiplication, or division question. So that way it should detect is this person trying to log in is, an, is a human or it's an automated um, robot. Next is to develop policies for device fingerprinting and IP blacklisting. So if you identify IP addresses that usually conduct credential stuffing attacks, you can just block a list of those IPs so that those third actors won't be able to successfully carry out those automated operations as well as device fingerprinting. So if it, it detects that I use a Chromebook from Florida in the US to log into my account usually, and now I'm using a MacBook from Ohio to log into the same account within a period of days, then it's going to, to ask me to verify myself. Maybe I traveled to Ohio within two days and then I needed to log into my account as well. So all of these things are basic security practices that companies should have in place. It's called device fingerprinting. So if the device has a fingerprint, you log in with that device regularly. If that device fingerprint changes and you're still trying to get into your account, there should be questions to, to, to be raised. Uh, next is to use it, both a PIN code and a password. So that's kind of like two-factor authentication. So you enter your username and password. Then the next step is to ask you for a PIN code to further um, like a second layer of security before you get into your account. Next is to keep an eye out for a list of leaked user IDs and password on the dark web and to run tests to see if current user accounts are vulnerable to credential stuffing attacks. So this is kind of like an in-house security testing. Make sure your security teams are on top of this test and conduct them um, every now and then. Sometimes they call them penetration testing. Sometimes they call them security audits. In addition, the victims of hacked accounts should be informed that if financial data was saved in their account and not secured, they may need to verify payment card balances. In addition to selling access to compromised accounts, Dark Owl reported last year that some hackers profited from selling or openly sharing step-by-step -step guidelines on how to execute refund policy fraud. So although refund policy fraud may not pose a direct threat to end consumers, food delivery companies should be cautious of these kind of scams as well, even if the FBI has not issued a warning. 
So that's all I have for today's episode of the Beat Picture. The production, editing, fact-checking, audio engineering, and graphic design were done by Yostri, Bidemi Logunde. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurity topics, news, events, and incidents, and the lessons we can all learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness. Make sure you follow, download, or subscribe to the Beat Picture Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Um, please share the show with anyone you think might benefit from it. And for questions, comments, or any suggestions, please email me at bdme at thebeatpicture.com. Um, you can also get in touch on Twitter at BeatPicture, as well as on the Clubhouse app at Beat. Please remember to leave a review if the uh, podcast platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.